0: The pre-show and the show.
1: Well, I start recording just in case you randomly start and I'm not ready. So. <laughs>
0: what? One, two, three, go. One, two, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a special edition of the Forward on the Dawn podcast. Uh, the topic of this cast is Halo Reach's matchmaking online service. And with me is Dave and Ben. Hello. Hello.
1: Like
0: I said, this is a special edition of the podcast. It is shorter. So we'll just get kick started here. Um, what we want to talk about today is. The matchmaking service of Halo Reach, the online component that um, has been continuing on for the past two years now, and has seen a transition from Bungie to 343 over the past few months.
2: Well, I guess we can talk about the transition and kind yes. of how you know 343 has really been. You know, when when they were talking about the transition, what I was really wondering about is what was going to be 343's stamp on matchmaking, right? What was going to be what was going to differentiate their vision for reach matchmaking from Bungie's vision. You know, were they going to come in and overhaul the playlist structure? Were they going to become really detailed and, you know, fix all these tiny little things that the community have been shrieking about on various maps and playlists? You know, what are they going to do? And it turns out their, their big focus has been really about the the title update. You know, their, their first several playlist updates were really just very high-level refinements taking out unpopular maps or unpopular game types kind of just chipping away at the the big-level content that was in there to refine things without really getting very granular into updating the maps or fixing spawns or fixing game types or anything like that. It's pretty clear that most of their internal resources and attention has been all about first developing their title update, and then rolling it out into matchmaking and, and managing those playlists around it. Um, and, you know, as they've kind of settled into place and become more solid, they've started to broaden out their matchmaking efforts a little bit. But I think that's definitely their signature contribution to to Reach's matchmaking.
1: I'm coming at it a little bit later, my because I didn't actually start playing Reach multiplayer until this past December, and so I only started paying attention to all the playlist updates at that point, but what impressed me was that I would see things in the forums about this sucks, this needs to be improved, why is this here, and to a large degree there was some sort of response. It wasn't always the response that everyone wanted. I think you'd have people who are still saying why is sword base still in Reach matchmaking, but they're definitely making concerted efforts that I think have definitely improved Reach matchmaking even over the past few months.
2: Yeah, you know, they've they've done some of those really big ticket items like pulling Evade out of all of the loadouts, you know, other than um, Elites. That's something that that was probably one of the single most common complaints that I saw across the forums. And it took them a little while to get there, but they actually up and did it. And it was pretty dramatic and not without controversy. But that's the kind of stuff that I've been glad to see them start to roll out now that they've got their anniversary playlists out.
0: We've been very consistent since the transition in terms of making sure that, making sure and communicating to the player base that they're actively doing stuff, they're actively listening, they're they're making changes, they're listening to feedback, they're basically just trying to do their best. And I think that's that was going to be their biggest hurdle was convincing people and the best way to do that is to actually show them and I think they've done a pretty good job off that.
2: So why don't we take a look at the playlists that are actually out there now. We know that they're more or less up against the reaches built-in playlist limit and you know, that was the reason that Firefight Limited was originally deleted, was to make way for all of the anniversary playlists that were going to be rolled out. So do you guys want to talk about kind of the, the structure of the playlists that are out there now?
0: Yeah, uh, about, about the overall playlists, I, I want to say that the situation in matchmaking right now is not ideal in terms of playlists and the way it's it has ended up being uh, one of the main reasons the way matchmaking is the way it is is because of the decision to include uh, the Halo Reach anniversary maps with um, Halo Anniversary and that decision and the decision not to include say the entire Halo Reach mul- uh, multiplayer suite with the game like like with ODST, you got the entire Halo 3 multiplayer suite. The difference is that whenever ODST came out, Halo 3's online scene, Halo 3's online experience blossomed because everyone suddenly had access to all the DLC. Um, the matchmaking restrictions were loosened. All of a sudden, you'd see lesser-played DLC maps pop up in all kinds of playlists, and it was fantastic. And I think the opposite happened with Reach. There was a more of a closed-off sort of Vibe going on all the all the DLCs that we we were playing up until that point pretty much evaporated, for the most part from from matchmaking, and it's only now with with time are we starting to see um, those maps reappear. But I I don't think the situation is ideal right now. Never mind the fact that as you said we're hitting that ceiling of the amount of playlists possible, and uh, one thing I remember Bungie saying and it, and it stuck with me and it stuck with a lot of other people that we're reading the updates, is that they never want to fragment the player base. And I think if you're hitting the upper ceiling in playlists, I think at that point you have to admit you're fragmenting the player base.
1: Well, to a degree, its anniversary kind of intensified the issue that started with the TU being rolled out. Because I'm not... Obviously, I don't think that having anniversary segregated as it was was the best option but on the other hand, for the most part it kept anniversary if you go into an anniversary playlist you know what you're getting you're getting a certain set of maps you're getting a certain set of weapons with a certain set of movement speed etc power-ups are back whereas if you go into the regular playlists would you get a tu until you had squad slayer or ah, super slayer you didn't know if you were going to get a tu or vanilla reach and that is in terms of fragmenting it's not necessarily the fragmentation that bothers me so much as i want to play a game of reach i'm not sure what people are going to vote for and it might not be the basic underlying mechanics that I'm interested in. They backed themselves
2: to a couple of different corners. You know, one of them was by, you know, as, as as Danny, as you said, only including a subset of Reach's maps with anniversary, only the new anniversary maps included on there. So now you've got a big chunk of people that have one set of maps and people that don't on top of the map packs that had already been released. But then you have their commitment which they made before the title update coming out, of keeping quote-unquote vanilla reach out there alongside the title update reach, which guarantees a certain amount of duplicity on top of the maps that have to... on top of the playlist that have to be carved out for the anniversary experience. And so you end up with things like two Slayer playlists, and the only difference is a couple of tweaks to the base traits and a couple of armor abilities. And that just adds fragmentation on fragmentation. To the player base
1: and unfortunately I still don't think it's kind of hard to say because we we are in a sort of vacuum of being engaged obviously invested players but I don't really know if the average player still understands what the TU is or does and why exactly they're picking it over one or the other and I think that's one of the issues that a lot of people had when they were deciding whether or not team slayer would go title updated or not is do people really check do they just hit the map that they want at the top of the screen that wins often by default and because there's no way to actually see in game this is what the title update does I'm not sure that there's ever been full disclosure to the player base at large about what's going on it just happens
2: yeah when the when the update was originally rolled out and it had all these new game types you really kind of had to cross reference the playlists with the descriptions of them on bungie.net because first reach doesn't have a good system to communicate to people what it is they're playing you know you've got the name of the playlist and the name of the game type but you don't have a description of what that means or what the settings are, what the differences are. And when you have title update and you have anniversary and you have zero bloom and all these other different variants of Reach's core gameplay mixed together and you don't have a good way to message that, it it just felt very chaotic for a little while until the current structure got put in place.
0: I want to talk a little bit about... um... How matchmaking has changed. Then up to this point, uh, one thing, well, a couple of things actually that um, I want to just briefly focus on uh, to get some of your comments on is um, is invasion and how that has or has not changed. Firefight and. Uh, oh, don't you're...
2: get me started on firefight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to we have to go there. I think it's important. The way I see it, it's it's a subset. Of the whole matchmaking, because uh, it, it's not traditional player versus player, and teams uh, battling it out. It's right up there with its strangers, with uh, with gr- with griffball and and zombies. Uh, it, it's not the traditional uh, hill multiplayer that people expect, and um, it is incorporating the matchmaking alongside that. So it it competes for for players' time. So um, what what all you guys think? Well. I know it would be too fair on, on the last day of what, is, what is he think about historically, about things he has made a for. But, Kelly, um, what do you think about, um, about say, Invasion, how Invasion has or has not changed very much since it's come out?
2: Yeah, I've got to confess, I don't play a lot of Invasion. <laughs> I took a good hard look at what it was when Reach came out, and I've gone back to it very periodically since then. And I can honestly say I've never really had a good experience in that playlist. And so I have stayed away from it. The, the small selection of maps, the, the way the loadouts and the progression was crafted, um, just I found it to be a consistently frustrating or unsatisfying experience. So I've, I've stayed relatively far away from it since then.
0: I think I share a lot of all your sentiments towards Invasion. I've repeatedly gone back to it sporadically. I never really enjoyed myself. I went in with full parties, went in by myself, and went with a small few friends, and the experience seems to be pretty much the same over and over again, and it's not one that I would see myself going into if I wanted to have fun. And that's fundamentally whether or not I'll, I'll go into play this. Is it fun? No, I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time with it. But um, I think, Dave, you can give us a, a different perspective on, on Invasion, maybe.
1: Yeah, because I love it.
0: <laughs> now, I think... Well, I think tells that, why. First of all, tell us why you like Invasion, and tell us what you think about how Invasion's currently incorporated into matchmaking.
1: Invasion's something different from the standard multiplayer of Reach in general, and Halo overall. And so I think that automatically limits its appeal somewhat, because some people just want to play Red versus Blue. 4 vs 4 that's how they've always played Halo and that's how it's always going to be but I think the issues with Firefight and Invasion are similar in that they are heavily dependent on who you're with it's not I've had the great games of Invasion I've had have been on HBO matchmaking nights where you have teams of competent to very good players duking it out and that's Obviously not how it's going to be for most people. At best, they might have one party, they go in as one team, and then they just completely obliterate the other team because they're a bunch of randoms.
0: Yeah, but your your HBO, your HBO custom experiences aren't matchmaking experiences?
1: Well, and, and exactly, that's my point, is that firefight and invasion, invasion mostly because there's more people involved, Are entirely how they play out on paper is a lot different from how they work in practice and because it was so new to halo I don't think that there was enough time probably spent on thinking about the long-term viability and so what we've seen now is yeah you have to customize a map solely for this which limits number of maps you can have You have to, just by how the whole progression works, it depends, but most likely you're going to be playing certain stages the exact same way. And so I think that a lot of the things, oh, we're going to have different waves, all worked on paper, but when you actually applied it and then had people playing it for hours and hours, the issues became much clearer. And so I want to say that I like Invasion a lot, and while it's probably never going to come back in Halo, at least in that form. It was something that made Reach different, and I appreciated it. It's just unfortunate that a lot of the stuff that could have been improved just wasn't there at the get-go, and we're sort of stuck with the issues of how it was implemented to start with.
0: Mm. So it's fair to say that uh, at least historically, invasions has been rather stagnant. And, um outside of its core fanatical base of players because every every playlist has its core fanatical <laughs> base whether it's 12 people or or 120 people or whatever the number there's always going to be that number of you keep playing it and love it regardless
1: and so we've got there's a total of 11 invasion maps and when you but that's when you break it down to the classic the the standard invasion waves, with switching sides it's even less than that and it just becomes a matter of the fact that i don't think that the initial invasion maps were particularly great we had to wait until we got breakpoint to have i think a really really good invasion map and i think that's just one thing that kind of hurt it from the get-go yeah
2: and one of my biggest objections to
1: invasion is actually not invasion
2: itself but what i think is the impact that the resources that were put toward invasion and invasion maps had on Big Team Battle. And big Team Battle maps, when they shipped, were, you know, the the unfinished island that could be forged up, Paradiso, that was terrible, Hemorrhage, the canyon, uh, which is also, as it plays in Reach, uh, let's just say less than good, um, and then the two invasion maps which are not which are invasion maps they're not big team battle maps they don't play like big team battle maps and so i you know had the same resources that were put into crafting those invasion maps been put into big team we would have had a a really solid you know 2 3 big team battle maps polished for launch and wouldn't have had to wait for dlc but by splitting the two they ended up shafting invasion and big team battle and then the DLC had to come in and try and clean up both of those situations. So I think one of the big problems with Invasion is it just it just wasn't properly resourced. You know, they didn't ask the question, can we do this and properly support the rest of the game types and map styles that we need to have? And uh, that's one thing that I really hope 343 is thinking hard about in, uh, in Halo 4, is if they're going to add new game types... Don't add them unless they can be fully supported with the resources they have behind their maps.
0: Well, quick question before we move on to another topic here: Do you think if if Invasion got any, got an injection, say, of say custom maps from the from the public, you think that would improve its fortunes?
2: Yeah, h- hypothetically speaking, more maps are always good. Um, <laughs> I know it's it's a challenge to get really good maps from the community on any playlist into Mm. matchmaking finding really well forged maps are challenging you know you have to be really good at map design you have to be really good at thinking through spawn design there's just so many different variables to put together you have to get good performance off of them once you've cleared all of those hurdles and you've gotten them in it's a whole other level of complexity to engineer an invasion map. I actually tried. I was actually going to do a, um, a series on the Forging Ahead piece that I was doing for Ford to Dawn. I was going to do one where I tried to make an invasion map. And I thought it was a great idea until I sat down to try and do an invasion map. Um, <laughs> that, that ended the series real quick because it, it's, it's just so complicated and so challenging to come up with a good, unique vision for them. So I think if we got some... Good, unique maps out there that were really functional and specialized from the community it, it would do a lot for the playlist and I think it would do a lot to help highlight how good the game type can be. We'll see how it works in, in implementation if it, if it happens.:
0: and what would you, do you think uh, do you think user create maps can breathe new life into invasion? do you think it even needs? Do you think the the, 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 the small dedicated audience that regularly plays invasion even wants new, new content?
1: I definitely think so, because it it really breaks down to a matter of, like, alright, we're going to vote until we get Spire, because we really like Spire or Breakpoint, but that depends on whether everyone has the DLC. So, definitely, I think... I think, actually, when I first started messing around with Forge, Invasion was the game type that stuck out to me as... It's probably one of the most challenging to do, but also... Frankly, one of the most interesting um, options for customizing. Who did the Lee don't surf game type? I should really remember this. But um, someone did a a version of invasion where one side spawns into falcons and does an aerial assault of a beach, and it's a really fun, different way of playing that doesn't fall into the neat version of invasion where alright, well we've got these two paths we have to cover to stop them from getting to this zone. So there are a whole lot of options and hopefully if we see community variants we'll get some more flexibility along those lines.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, we well, we move on to uh quickly on the firefight. And um should we unleash the galley in here?
2: Well we promised it would be a short podcast. So if we do that <laughs> Completely. We're going to have to revoke that promise. <laughs> I'll make a liar out of you, Danny. Yeah, so Firefight, what's there to say?
0: So with May, uh, we have... for the f- Well, the first significant updates to Firefight have uh, just went live. So I think if we can start here. or Maybe start... We can end here, end with the latest updates, and start at the beginning and work our way through to well, them.
2: that'll be pretty easy, because... <laughs> You know, Bungie handed over matchmaking control to 343, and in the intervening what eight months, 343 deleted Firefight Limited, and that brings us up to the the May playlist update where we're getting some new game types rolled out. You know, you know cl- again, clearly their focus has been on anniversary, right? It's been on anniversary experience. It's been on the title update and refining that and getting it in and really improving the multiplayer experience. You know, at any given point in time, between 80 to 90 percent of players are playing multiplayer. They're not playing Firefight. What I've been advocating for in various places and avenues is that, okay, 80 to 90 percent of your population is on multiplayer. Give Firefight 10 to 20 percent of your attention, right? It doesn't need a huge amount of effort to craft an improved or compelling or interesting or at least different firefight experience. The number of variables you have to go through are fewer. You don't have to build maps. You don't have to test maps. You don't have to worry about spawns. You've got loadouts and you've got game options, and that's what you go in and craft the experience with. 343 and Bungie have the same set of tools, same limitations that players have, it's a it's a much, much in theory, easier set of things to update. And so it's been my hope that someone in three four three who loved Firefight would say, you know what, let's go in and really refresh the experience. Let's look at the spectrum of what we can offer in it's a it's a much, much in theory, easier set of things to update. And so it's been my hope that someone in three four three who loved Firefight, would say, you know what, let's go in and really refresh the experience. Let's look at the spectrum of what we can offer In you know, that just hasn't happened. For whatever reason, it hasn't been a priority. As you said, they've they've kind of worked within the structure that was out there already. In May, we're getting a couple of new game types. Oh, not even new game types, they're being refreshed. So, the arcade game types are being refreshed with a new enemy progression, and Firefight Limited has been reintroduced, yay, into the, uh, <laughs> what was formerly called the arcade playlist.
0: Have you had a chance to try out the new enemy progression?
2: You know, I have, and I'm a little bit biased here, so you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a community cartographer and so I try to respect the system that we have in place where we don't want to talk too much about the things that are kind of works in process or things that happen behind the scenes because it's you know there's there's a process behind that and i respect the and i'm a little bit biased here but i really like the new enemy progression in firefight in the arcade playlists mm-hmm. and in doubles arcade is all about giving you heavy ordnance and overshields and bottomless you know unlimited ammo and then just throwing ridiculously challenging crazy waves of enemies at you in a way that's unpredictable and the previous game types were anything but unpredictable. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of, because of the there was only one change that took place across all of the rounds. and that was sometimes you got you know you got heretics in round one, the sniper heretics in round two and the heretic heavies in round three, but everything else was identical across the three rounds. And so what the new game type does is it actually leverages the round structure to make sure that every single game is going to be a little bit different. You've got some things that progress in difficulty, you've got some things that just offer up variety, and then it introduces a bunch of enemy combinations that haven't been in matchmaking before. So it's it's different, it's a little more challenging, it's a little crazier. I, I had a really good time with it when I played it last night. There may be a glitch in the matrix when it comes to the new limited Game type. I don't think it was intentional that you run smack into heretic heavies in round three with <laughs> you know assault rifles and plasma pistols, um, you know, or have snipers that can one shot kill you from across the map. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm hoping that there is an update that's done pretty soon to clean that up.
1: But it's got a lot of potential.
0: And uh, I haven't had a chance to try that out myself yet. But um, have you tried it there?
1: yeah I played one or two games so far. I haven't had a chance to do more, but it's certainly different, and that works
2: yeah you know and it, it just this to me this is sort
1: of the equivalent
2: you know it you can't update firefight the same way that you can update multiplayer with multiplayer, you really want to kind of hone and craft and polish until you've got a map that works exactly as it was intended and you've got a game type that's suited really well to that map and you've got the loadouts that offer up the perfect balance between being tuned to the map and the game type and offering up players a variety of ways to play and then once you've got that polished you want to leave it there because every game is going to be different by virtue of you know all the different variables that are on the map and the players that are playing against each other you want to polish that gem and then leave it there with firefight No matter how well-crafted the game type is, it's going to become boring after a certain amount of time. So you can't just say, here's a good game type, we're going to put it out there, and then we're going to update it 18 months later. You want to come back for challenge, you want to come back for variety. It's been frustrating because it's so easy to refresh that experience. You just go in there and plan out a progression and update the, the enemy progression. It's a very, very easy thing to do, and there, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been prioritized. And it, it's been a little heartbreaking to me as as a fan of co-op games in general, and Firefight in particular. But I, I have to say, I'm, I'm very happy that we're getting the update that we are, so I'm not going to look this this gift horse in the mouth.
0: Do you think, without, without talking about anything specific or anything, but do you, do you think we haven't seen the end of Firefight changes I want to leave this into um, into this part now, where uh, we talk about how we see Reach being led off into the sunset with Hill Four coming, because uh, just like with Hill Three, we know there's going to be a point where we as players make the transition over, and um, we generally don't look back. And with Reach, I think there's going to be a lot of players who won't ever be looking back. I just want to say that um, with Firefight, do we think Firefight? in matchmaking is where it should be going into that sunset or do you think there's still some more work to do?
2: Well in terms of how the playlists are structured you've really there's not a lot of condensing you can do. You basically have three playlists. <laughs> you've got a playlist for one person, a playlist for two people, and a playlist for four people. Firefight with four people is very very different than Firefight with two people. So I, I don't think there's a lot of room to really collapse the playlists. Three seems Feels like the right number. Like I said, there's there's an enormous amount of room to improve what's in there. You know, the the score attack game types really haven't been updated at all for a year, and they could really really use it. If you think about, you know, the kinds of things people would like to do solo in Firefight, it runs the entire spectrum from a Firefight limited type scenario to the really quick two x's in there now. But there's exactly one type of experience in. In score attack, you know, there's three types of experiences that are in doubles. Yeah. And what I'd really like to see them do is look at each playlist individually and offer up a, a spectrum, reigning from jetpacking with unlimited rockets on those poor elites down below that are blowing up by the dozen through to, a, you know, a more intentionally growing ruling limited experience and provide that spectrum across all three playlists right now i think doubles has it perfectly the other playlists don't quite have that yet i would really like there to be more but i I just don't know if they have the resources um before they they send reach off to the sunset to do it
0: with not just just with firefight but the entire matchmaking of reach will no longer be as populated as it currently is dave do you have any do you have any suggestions? Do you have any thoughts? Do you think Reach in its current state is ready to be pushed off in the sunset? Or if not, anything you think is changing for that final push?
1: I mean the issue of the anniversary list, it would be if you took out anniversary from the equation, it'd be pretty easy to chop one playlist here. If you really wanted to, you could move things like Griff Ball into action sec or things like that but with anniversary being its own thing that basically forces you to cut the number of options you have because you have to keep these playlists if you want people to be able to play firefight with that disk you have to have the one playlist devoted to playing one map and installation of four is to me the second best firefight map after Earth, but still it's one map that you would be playing over and over again mm. so unless i'd like to say that the best option would be to follow something similar to halo 3 where they started making all dlc required for certain lists unfortunately it doesn't seem like microsoft from a corporate standpoint is interested in bundling or dropping the price Of DLC. Yeah. And it would seem like if you were saying, all right, here for 800 Microsoft points, you can get all the DLC at this point, or for half price or less, you could get the individual packs you don't need. There's not a whole lot of DLC out there. It doesn't seem like at some point keeping it full price is making economic sense for the people who have it, already have it, and that when you're Trying to consolidate playlists, it will improve everyone's game by making this DLC required and making it easy and cheap to get it.
0: Mm. So you think they should they should to prime Reach for its sunset days. You think we need to do a an across the board, an immediate almost reduction in the overall DLC pricing
1: Ideally, it would be something managed. I don't know if they're really going to have people at 343 focused on all right, well, this is dropping population, this is dropping population, these things are similar, can we merge them? What would happen? That seems like a whole lot of playlist management for what's not their game originally, and that they probably are more interested in devoting attention to. their flagship title, which would be Halo 4. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, and in that case, I think that they would probably be better off making more proactive changes right off the bat.
0: One of the things I'd like for them to do, and I don't think at this point they're going to do it, but I think one one of the things they could do before they push Reach out is um, settle this whole TU stuff, make it mandatory across the board by default, and that would immediately help to simplify things again with the with the anniversary stuff because that's on a separate disc, and because that's a, like a separate thing that the, has to be catered for it does limit how much you can cut down that particular thing but things like Living Dead it's weird because I, I keep thinking Living Dead as being this little stupid little game type joke of a playlist but there's been times where something like Living Dead is more players than Team Slayer and with those sort of numbers, you can't really just lightly say, well, huh, throw that in the action sack and forget about it. because Oh, I definitely agree. Yeah, you can't just say that anymore. The numbers speak really loudly. <laughs> so I'm not too sure how much chopping and changing for those are sort of fringe game types we could do, but things like Super Slayer, all that stuff could be thrown in the small corner, acts completely no problem. But uh, I'm not too sure. Reach right now, as it stands, is definitely not ready for that sunset. Not at this point. I think there's definitely going to be a lot more work that's put into it. Um, and I'm not too sure they've even signaled that they are getting Reach ready at this point. Because I, I I still think that they're trying to appease players, trying to make people happy, give people what they want at this point. When in fact they should maybe maybe be a bit more aware of the fact that. They should be packing it up, basically.
1: I don't I don't know, because to me, I don't think it has to be... I don't think they're going to be babysitting Reach forever, but at the same time, I don't think... I kind of got the sense with Halo 3, it was sort of like after when Reach came out, it was sort of the follow Saigon. All right, well, no more double EXP weekends, etc. We're shifting all our support here and I don't think you need to do that especially since Halo 3 is still pulling good numbers and I'm sure reach though lots of people would consider it inferior to Halo 3 is going to pull good numbers for quite some time even after Halo 4 comes out so there's going to be a market of people there and it seems the right thing to do from a player standpoint and a business standpoint to keep those people happy and keep, at least if not updating them, at least keep it optimized for those players who, for whatever reason, are going to be staying behind. You know, as you
2: said, there's there are so many playlists that once the player population drops precipitously, it's just going to be spread too thinly. There, there's a there has to be a natural there's a natural process of kind of condensing. The playlist down to a core set that still represents the spectrum of what the reach has to offer, while eliminating some of the duplicity that's out there. I'm curious to see how they're going to do that while still maintaining their promise to have vanilla. Is that going to get folded back inside a single list that's mixed with title update? We know that's not ideal, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of duplicity that can be eliminated. But you know, they've got 20 multiplayer uh, playlists that are out there. And Halo Three has how many does that have right now? Is it like eight?
0: Somewhere I'm in that range. Not too sure offhand. I know it's a lo- much much lower number. Is it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I I think it's more than eight, but definitely less than twenty.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, just well, th- that's that's excluding firefight. If you include firefight, you're at twenty-four playlists. And throw campaign matchmaking in, you're at twenty-five playlists. So, just on the multiplayer side alone, they've got 20, and you'd think if their population is going to drop by, probably going to be a solid 80%, 90%, once Halo 4 comes out, they're going to have to probably at least chop that in half, which means they've got some very painful decisions ahead of themselves. Again, considering they've boxed themselves into a corner when it comes to DLC, and how People are fragmented in how people that have DLC want to be able to play in the playlist that they purchased the content for. You know, they have the outstanding promise to have Vanilla Reach available alongside um, the title update or anniversary game types. Those two things kind of limit the cons- amount of consolidation that you can do. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you've got specialty playlists like Invasion, like MLG, like SWAT, like Arena, Living Dead you have gotta think about how many of those community playlists or specialty playlists have to go you know do you have two slayer playlists just so you can have vanilla reach and title update reach and toss MLG or toss living dead but leave that duplicity in place I, I just they've got some real real hard decisions to make we've got 25 playlists out there now and when you lose you know, eighty percent of your population. That number has got to drop, and it's got to drop fast. So I'm sure they're they're going through this process now at three four three, but they've got some real challenges given the constraints that they've kind of put put themselves under.
0: Mm. Right. Well, I I think that wraps up our little uh, mini podcast here. Um. So thanks, uh, Dave and and Ben, uh, for. For joining me here and um thanks very much for listening you can subscribe to the far only done podcast via itunes or you can listen on the website itself or you can comment on the page or on our community forums so feel free to do that and we will see you next time thanks for listening